<laughs> Welcome to the Fling Show. Thank you all for joining us tonight. Have we got a show lined up for you? We have some special guests tonight. We have Travis Dillard coming in from Lone Star Disc. We'll be, we'll be talking to you tonight. And then also the so-so course designer, Craig Lewis, is uh, going to be on tonight as well with us. But I know over the weekend what a thrill it was to tune into Fling Show so many times and see what was happening out at SoSo. So, Chris, you know, I, I got to catch some coverage. And, and uh, tell me, you know, what did you take away from the weekend? What I took away from the weekend is it rained, the course drained, it was cold in the morning, it was amazing competition. That course, the piece of land, it is a treasure. Not only that, though, but to see that competition all in one place. And I know there were a few people that weren't there. Man, it was a treat for me, that's for sure. I got to meet a lot of, of just really up-and-coming talented players from Louisiana, from Mississippi, Oklahoma, all parts of Texas. It was just amazing from my perspective. Now, from the guy who actually got to be inside the ropes, Hemi, what did you think about the tournament this weekend? Well, let me correct you. I wasn't inside the ropes very often. Actually, I was outside the ropes a lot. But no, I, I didn't actually go OB too much. I just uh, I just could not score there. But I loved it. I loved the course. I loved everything about it. The experience of playing on, on a, a nine-hole gym that was turned into an 18-hole by this crazy course designer was really special because – I kind of knew uh, going into it, you know, just from um, Miles's excitement when he messaged me and, and we had a little conversation uh, late one night on Messenger and and just just hearing his or just seeing him type these words that he was just really giddy about the course and I knew it was something special so I I had to I had to sign up and and uh, I'm glad I did I'm glad we made the trip it was it was a good time out there with you Chris uh, always enjoy our road trips and, and hearing all about your uh, glory days <laughs> and, and all this. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it was half and half. I know, I know it's, <laughs> it's, it's mutual. You you have to hear mine too, but um, uh, the time goes by and you can, you can ask Chris, I mean, the time just flies when we're, when we're out on the road, it's really cool. I mean, we, we looked up and we were already, you know, getting to Nacogdoches and it just seemed like it just blew by. And then, on into town and we timed it just right on friday we we got the full 18 we played we, we played them sort of as we went you know we played every hole um both holes every time around and uh and then right when we finished a little sprinkle came down and and uh, we got out of there and uh so we got to see the course but um it was that i think it was that morning when i woke up when i messaged craig and I found out um, the the night before. I think it was Miles who told me who the course designer was, and I I clicked around and I and I got in touch with Craig and had him on tonight. So it's really it's really cool that we're gonna get to to hear from him. Um, you know, I don't I don't really want to talk about my play. I think um, the way well, the way I took about the way I took from it. Uh, you know, after you know, kind of uh, uh, just kind of letting it you know set for a few days um was that it taught me a, a lot and it taught me my weaknesses and uh and what i need to work on and i've uh, been out there you know today i went out to river plantation and, and worked on my forehand and uh and my flip up shots with uh with my leopard threes and you know my straight flying discs and uh my fairway game you know it taught what I thought used to be my strength, which was my fairway game and my putting, um, you know, it exposed it. And so like all great courses do, you know, you go home and, and you, and you work on it. And, uh, so that's, that's what I took out of it. I've, I'm going to save it for when we talk to Craig, because I've got a lot of, I got a lot of questions, uh, about the course and just about, uh, Craig in general, but we'll get to him. Um, first we want to, we want to talk to somebody that um, was so generous when I asked him, first of all, he co-sponsored me um, uh, half of my entry fee. Um, so thankful for that to be able to play for, you know, for my sponsors, um, uh, Lone Star Disc 
and gorilla is it's such an honor and um and then you know travis comes back and messages back uh, that I'll, I'll give you that 50 for the whole sponsorship and for my and the 50 for my entry fee but i'm also going to throw down 250 for uh to sponsor into the tournament which i think was just so generous and it just kind of blew my mind it kind of gave made me tear up a little bit because to see such generosity is just it's just really cool to be a part of so we're lucky to have travis in this town and and uh, i'm lucky to have travis as a sponsor but we're also lucky to have travis tonight to talk to and uh we're gonna finally get him on the show make him disc off famous so welcome to the show travis hey guys how are you good how's it going good good well thanks for coming we really appreciate it um we you know been out throwing your plastic now and, and the penny putter and, and excited to see what you got coming uh down the line what's what's new at lone star disc we've actually got we've got a lot of stuff uh coming up we really do uh tomorrow i mean even even in the next like day or two some big news so uh, a couple new things i think people are gonna like a lot so um as we grow, I mean, you guys are right there. You guys are really close. You guys have been been there since kind of the thought of of really going um, live with this, I guess, or bringing it, to, you know, out to the public and stuff. So, um, and we still got a lot of growth to go. So, we were um, we did oil field manufacturing for eight years before we started this my dad for more than that for 20 years my family's done it um my brother and sister have done it for you know 15 years and then i've done it now for uh close to nine so my family's done manufacturing and molding for for a long time it's just new uh disc manufacturing is a little bit different um than gaskets and fittings and o-rings and things like that but um, it's coming along well. I mean, it's it's a little bit of a learning curve like everything else, but um, and you can't give everybody what they want. Everybody everybody likes different things. Everybody wants certain things, but the truth is we're going to have what we have. You know, we're going to be able to offer what we can offer, but um, some people are going to like it and some people aren't. That's all right. As long as we can, you know, get as long as we can get some people what they want and give a good good quality product out over and over again, I mean that really is uh, my focus is you know consistency within like the disc itself. That's what I'm hoping. You know, well, first me, and foremost. Let me just uh, uh, give you give you guys who might be listening uh, who um, a little bit of background as far as I'm concerned. I was just playing around one day. At, bear ranch and uh i ran into you on hole four and you were like check this out <laughs> and you showed me this uh this disc that had nothing on it, it had no stamp had no you know and being a, a disc golfer of course i look and i can't find all the normal markings i'm like what is this thing <laughs> and uh and i don't think you had a name for it even at the time and uh and i threw it and flung it and it was it was sweet i liked the plastic i could tell it was it was well done. It was the molding was was perfect. It was kind of scientific, a little bit like Discraft does, um, and uh, and so I was I was sold on, it and that's how we met. And it was really, it's really cool that we that I ran into you at Bear Branch, um, and then you know just to give a little bit of color to to what you guys do. When I walked in and and met your dad and and your brother and your sister, your mom, I think everybody's there. Kind of has a feel of that. Um, Orange County choppers in there. You should do, you should do like a little, uh, I could see a little reality series going on. This little family business. How, how is it working with uh, your pops and your, your family and being around your family all day long? I mean, how does that, how does that work? You know, it's like, there's been a lot of like ups and downs, just like everything else. I mean, um overall though i'm very fortunate man and like just very very lucky very 
you know, blessed. As hard as hard as sometimes it's been, like, to be able to spend a lot of time with your parents and, and your brothers and sisters, like, I don't know. I don't think there's anything better, really. Even though, I mean, I come home mad, like, pretty, you know, I'm sure my brothers and sisters can't stand me most of the time, but I'm sure deep down they know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, well, we're lucky. my question, Travis, is that, it's it's unique in our perspective that we've been there from the beginning but i've seen what you're interested into now and you know bring up the past is wonderful but your sponsorships and the way that you you go about looking about how you want to also grow the sport your sponsorship of players along with events i mean tell me your you, you know your passion for that as well as how that helps grow the sport and the community around us so I've been I've been kind of waiting. I want to find the right opportunity because I really want. I've told y'all before a, a youth league of some sort would be my my end goal dream. I think in like my big five year plan um, is some sort of like a, an actual established like youth league of some sort. Even if it's just like Saturday morning bowling is. You know, I grew up bowling in Saturday morning league, and we'd show up. You know, there'd be like 30 kids or whatever, and we'd have our four-person teams, and we'd bowl for three games and then go home. You know, even if it's just same thing, just show up Saturday morning, you know, this time, play your league, get out of there. I don't know. Something of that sort would be my dream. And then as far as, like, players and sponsorships and stuff, I mean, some of that is just – we're just waiting. I mean, there's, there's just time. There has to be uh, – like money, I guess. <laughs> uh, so as much as I want to get out there and I, and sponsoring tournaments is awesome. Just getting people to know the disc and getting people to see the name and everything like that. I, I mean, that stuff's super fun. I, I love being part of the game. I love, I love letting people play for more, you know what I mean? Like helping out some of the pros get to play for a little bit more money that like, if it gets a couple people excited to play, like that's cool. That, that's what I like. Just grow the game. I want, you know, we talked earlier about, you know, certain games are a little more expensive than other games and everything like that. And I understand the, the essence of like free disc golf and stuff, but I also like, you know, the big tournaments where people can win a lot of money. Uh, they excite me. They get, they get me excited. So. Did uh, you see, I guess you saw the payout for the so-so event, right? A one day yeah. C tier. Yeah, no, paid, that was uh, awesome. over twelve or twelve hundred for first place or something like that. And Freddie, I'm not sure what Freddie cashed, but it was up, you know, close to a thousand for third place. And uh, I think they did it right. It was really Man, uh, Tito's. Tito's is giving like ten thousand to just the FPO and that one in uh, in April over in Austin. Wow. Mm -hmm. they, yeah. So um, well, you had the Disc Golf Pro Tour, twenty thousand for both the ladies and the men amazing that'd be so cool i mean this game it on this sport is you know it's, it's on the way up you know the more it becomes a sport in everybody's mind and stuff instead of just you know some game and people start realizing like how much you know the technical side and and when you guys and you guys keep figuring out ways to film it and show people you know uh i think it's going to keep growing so awesome well you, you and i have talked about this and it, it, it comes down to what type of of construct are you going to get around it to make it successful the successful leagues that we all know it's easy to look at the pro leagues that we already have the nba the nfl pd the golf leagues all those things we know what their model is their model is is that they they get sponsors or people who are going to be, be able to back these events and with that money comes to participation and with that participation you're going to come with eyes and the more eyes that you have the more sponsorships that grow but it's up to i think the smaller communities like what we're trying to do here which is bring attention to great players that are in our area to hopefully get the attention going to those who who can get them even more attention if that's what they prefer but it's all going to come down to if you want these kids the younger generation to the talented ones to come out and play these events the more sponsorship the more the money, the better the player, the more people are going to show up. And it's just a win-win situation. And that's why I love the fact that not only are you a disc maker, 
but the fact that you have that passion for the sponsorship. That's why you and I have been talking about some of the packages that need to be really defined when people are asking for money from these sponsors. They need to show a, 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 a payback to that sponsor of what are you getting for this? How's my name being getting out there? How is it going to benefit us as well? Because it all has to be symbiotic to get that kind of money. I mean, the stuff that Hemi's talking about with PDGA, we know where that's coming from. That's coming from all the people that are paying all this other money that's coming in, along with the sponsorship they get from the Innova and the Discrafts and things like that. So without what you're doing on this local, uh, the way that you're doing it locally, it, it, it's, it just is helping us tremendous, I, tremendously. And I just want to thank you for, for doing that uh, so quickly. I mean, you put your money where your mouth is, and, and I, it really shows. So thank you. Yes. Oh, thanks, guys. Thank you, Travis. And uh, I'm excited to be giving some goodies out to my ladies at the clinic coming up from some nice. LSD. And um, with that said, do you have a platform, social network, a website or something you want to share so that everybody can? Yeah, it's, I mean, Lone Star Disc, if you look them up, uh, if you look us up, most places, um, we're still working through all that stuff. I don't have a big, giant social media presence yet um this is like i said we were manufacturers for a long time so trying to uh stick with i i kind of started it and then i realized like man hold on i need to like figure out the direction because once that thing goes it's going to kind of just have its own life at some point so um but yeah feel free and i i promise to eventually start putting content more on there um as soon as i know <laughs> what kind of content we're going to fill it with <laughs> <laughs> well hey uh my question is about your game um i know that you the last tournament you you almost took that one down and uh and i know i've seen your putt come a long way since we first that first uh first time we played you had you had kind of this kind of a strange annie putt from up here eyeball high and then now you, you've got this you know picture perfect looking putt i mean it looks like a pro putter and, and it's going in and, and you're making putts. And, uh, so hey. how, much, how much time are you putting into your game? You know, I would, oh, I get to play with you guys now. So that helps a lot. I get to play, I played with, and no offense, Jordan or anybody watching. It's not like you guys don't elevate me, but, um, but you know, and then I do do a lot of, of 20 foot putts in my backyard. I've got a, a little covered area. And it's like a perfect 20 foot putt. And so because it was so embarrassing for so long, like once I started playing with other people, I finally just like set that up. And now I try to hit it. I mean, at least some every day, maybe not a lot, but some days I sit out there for a little bit. Uh, I had to, I had to make sure I could take Chris down in our uh, silver division. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're not silver. No, you have come. You've come short time, a long way, no doubt about it. No and doubt I about on, it. I, I, Your distance my is. Goal was, so we started. Uh, me and Jordan, like a, we, Shawshank was our first tournament ever last year, the doubles tournament. We always played casual friend games for twenty. Years, I mean, since like high school, but. Uh, and so then we took it serious. That was like the first, we used to do like walkouts of the, uh, uh, in the woods and stuff. Like we didn't, it was like much more casual playing before that. Right. So then this last year we were like, all right, we'll try. And we signed up for intermediate thinking like, you know, we're not novice. We played a long time. Well, the, we were not intermediate at that time by any means. And, uh, but then we planned like this whole year, we're like, all right, let's try and win rec next year. Let's spend all year try and get good. And maybe we can win rec next year. So. But after that, I'll probably play. Uh, I won't play in rec anymore after that. And I'll, I'll probably stop playing rec, uh, even like the local stuff uh, after this weekend at Huntsville. I'll it'll probably be my last time, I guess, just because. Leave it for Chris. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm done with the two. Nice. One same page there. <laughs> yeah, Chris made the big step. Yeah, I wanted to win one, but you don't know. I don't know. It kind of doesn't work out that way all the time. Nope. Well, well it, sound, it sounds like you, you had your chance and you need to work on your upshot game. That's <laughs> kind of what I learned. Chase, from. Uh, Chase won. That's good. Yeah. Congrats, Chase. <laughs> Absolutely. That was awesome. That's yeah. Fun. Well, and it's really cool talking to you and look forward to playing 
some more and, and seeing what you got coming down the pipe. Uh, you know, I'm a fan, I'm a big fan of, of your plastic and, uh, I love the new harpoon that you got going. I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of, you know, plastics come in that. And, uh, and also the mad cat. I love it. I, I got that one that you gave me, uh, before, um, so, so, and I've been flinging that one around, didn't get to throw it, um, at the tournament, but it looks like it's the kind of disc I would have needed at so, so. Good nice. straight flying T-bird TL type disc, nice. a Thunderbird type disc. But thank you for that, and thanks for everything. Is there any anyone you'd like to thank before uh, saying goodbye tonight? I mean, just like we talked about earlier, my family, um, and then you guys. You guys have done awesome. I mean, everything y'all do for the game is so cool, and uh, I don't know every everybody around the whole North Side. We joined North Side Chain Games when we found out about it and ever since then i mean it's been super cool all the different people i've gotten to meet play with and uh this community is cool houston community is like an awesome awesome group of people so awesome that's no it doubt. yeah thank you sir yeah keep doing what you're doing and uh and, you know keep keep at it and and keep growing that thing organically because you're doing great man don't look back keep pushing them out there no matter what um we're proud of you, man. Thanks, Travis. Thanks, Dad. Yep. All right. Have a good night. Well, it was good hearing from Travis. Um, so many things that uh that we got we started talking about there with the PDJ. Um uh kind of it made me think about our new segment. Uh Chris messaged me earlier, he had this idea. Um, I don't know, do you want to go into that, Chris? Uh, the new DGI that Meredith is supposed to bring up, but yes, we can go inside that. That's not a problem whatsoever because DGI is the new disc golf issues. Before we think about it, there are some things that need to be fixed. And one thing that you know that I'm going to go ahead and get into, I think I just led into Travis with that is, is like we need to have some type of structured formula that when people give money. It's an understanding of what is going to get back in return. A lot of tournaments that are run, people ask for sponsorship and they'll say, okay, you just get a sign. Well, I know that a sign is just a small part of what you can really do now with the social media, with the outreach that you have, with the players that are on that. You can have certain requirements that if someone gives a certain amount of money, you're going to get certain things for that. And you and I on this ride home discussed that about how much money Travis just gave. And I just don't want to just pull him out as an example, because I'm fairly sure there's many other companies that have done the exact same thing, but there needs to be an understanding of when you give certain amounts of money, then that information needs to be given. It needs to be spread. It needs to allow the community to grow so we can pay attention to those people who are really giving back and who are really growing the sport because it only benefits us all to be a big team. You know that as well as I do. So I don't know what your issues are about disc golf, but I know that we talked about that for about an hour and a half on our way back home. And I'd really like to see somebody smarter than myself because I am not the smartest person in the room. And I've said that many times before. But I know there's people out there that can tell me what they think would be a good idea of how to get these things accomplished. I don't need you badgering me with the things that you know that are already wrong. We know those are the issues, but we need suggestions on how we can go forward with these things to make it better for everybody who gives the money or $150 for this sport. I just think that's one of the issues that we need to maybe focus on. And I, I want to get the opinions of our viewers as well uh, and, and speak people much smarter than I, Hemi. What do you have? Well, first of all, sorry, Meredith. I didn't know uh, <laughs> I wasn't supposed to introduce this thing, but <laughs> that's brand new. Uh, it's one of, one of the issues that Chris has. Uh, I see that as sort of uh, kind of like a, um, I don't know. I think that one kind of solves itself um, because the tournament uh, directors and those people who are gathering up that sponsorship money, they have a job to sell that product and, for that sponsor. And if it doesn't get sold, then they don't get sponsored the next time around. Um, 
And the better that you put that message out there, the more sponsorship you'll get. It's just sort of a self-serving. I'm not sure how much of an issue that is. I can see how you might need some kind of standard, you know, some kind of like form or some kind of uh, contract between the sponsor and the tournament director or the, those uh, having the tournament to where you say, Hey, here's what you get for this. And this is what you get for that. And I know some, some tournament uh, directors are better at that than others. I know that um, I've had tournaments where I paid, you know, 25 or 50 bucks to have my name on a T sign. And there it was a little piece of paper on a T sign and that's pretty much it. But now you have social media. And, and you can pump that stuff out all the time and you can reach thousands of people constantly across the world. Not, you know, and, it, and if you're not sticking their name up daily and, 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 and not just daily, but often, you know, just keep clicking it, um, then you're missing an opportunity. I know that um, Gorilla does that really well. I know they put, they put the, the sponsors uh, up constantly and they have a list of all the whole sponsors and all the people that are donating for that uh, charity and this and that i know chris uh, um, patrick they do a great job of that i know a lot of tournaments do that i know dynamic disc does a really good job of it and and that's just how it works i think you know um i don't know how how you can standardize it i don't know how much of a, a quick fix that is chris i don't uh, i mean i understand what your issue is but you know no, not quick fix. I just think that we can, and just in our area, affect yeah. it. That's all. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying you know, yeah. how, how far it goes. That's up to the person who would like to use it. But in the end, I, I think that around here, you know, we might just, we have the ability now, because we are in a large city as well, to blast that out to a lot of people and really be much more successful in it uh, and, and garner new uh, avenues for disc golf and not just those that are already centric to our sport itself, you know, not just mm -hmm. those that want to just be local to, Oh, I'm going to go get a disc manufacturing company that already does it. Or, you know, uh, someone who sells disc golf shirts or something like that, because the larger leagues, you know, are, are the ones that are also the subsidiary ones that they're getting money from, you know, the insurance company or the, the, the grocery store chains or things like that who have the real money. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And, yeah. and that's where I'm trying to really lead that into. It's like those people are going to want more of a structure of, you know, if Kroger, if I want to walk over Kroger and go, I got an event that's about to really send another hundred people inside this grocery store, this small town, $2,000, $3,000. Kroger, you know, are you going to guarantee me that these, hundred people plus their family or friends are going to be coming to my store. How do we need to, to work that? So, and I'm just kind of thinking big picture, bigger money, not just the ones that we've already subsided, you know, subsisted on uh, for so long, which are the smaller companies and those that, like I said, are disc golf centric. Um, I'm thinking about growing it, make it mm -hmm. larger because those are, that's how the NBA and, and those uh, entities got larger. I mean, heck, you know, our kids, NBA showed their finals as a rerun later on at midnight, you know, and now mm -hmm. there's a billion people watching it 50 years later. Yeah, we're kind of at that position and we're right on the cusp of something really big. And and I know we've been saying that um, I've been in the sport for 20 plus years and we've been saying it for 20 years. And uh, but I, I feel it, you know, I feel like something really good is about to happen and and uh you might see some pro players actually getting paid some real real good money um so let me move on um uh, my issue and uh and i've had this for a long time my issue with with the disc golf uh tournaments especially as they're run by the pdga is like there's just so many divisions um i mean just splintered splintered after splinter you got you got am master plus 40 am master plus 60 you got pro master plus 40 you got pro master plus 50 60 70 90 you know i mean it's just like how many divisions can you fit into one sport i mean it's just kind of ridiculous um but maybe that's not the issue maybe the issue is we need to break the pros from the ams um and you know like they did at so so um, I thought that was really cool that they had just pro players 
on one course all day long. If I was a fan of the sport, that would be really exciting to go watch that event, I, I would think. Um, so my issue is just too many divisions, maybe. Um, what do you think of that, Meredith? What do you think of that? Meredith, your mic's off. You muted yourself. I was giggling about, since I just moved up to FP40, I kind of like the uh, options. But, you know, I remember <laughs> when I started, we couldn't even get one women's division together. And uh, I, was, I was like, can I get two girls? Like, I was like, fighting to get one other girl to, so we could even play um anyways make a division so I didn't have to play against the guys and so now that we have like three to four women's divisions but I see your point as well it can be um overcrowding and I got my first experience at Belton where it was just pros only and that was really cool like you said you see the locals coming out enjoying the pros the little kids yelling you know seeing them tee off and it it was it was an experience and so I can see you know, if given the opportunity to, to separate them, to, you know, give that special, um, sorry, my dog, give that special time to the pros and yeah, for those that love to watch it, to watch it. So, I mean, I'm by, I mean, I'm biased. I like, I like being able to move up myself, um, but I can see what you're saying is there, there are a lot of options. Yeah. Well, Hey, let's, um, let's go ahead and introduce our next guest. It's getting late and I know he's got some, input that he could he could add to this disc golf issue segment i'm sure um let's uh let's go ahead and introduce um craig um i, I was told by miles um who the course designer was and after playing the, the course on friday and just falling in love with it i i came home and just started clicking around and found him on on facebook and and uh wanted to meet him and, and ask him if he'd come on the show and he agreed and I'm, I'm really glad. Uh, and so I want to give a big, big welcome to Houston native, Nacogdoches a citizen and course designer. So, so the amazing nine hole that's not quite a nine hole. Thanks for joining us, Craig. How you doing tonight? Wonderful. Glad to be here guys. Awesome. Well, you've got, uh, you've got, a lot of people stirred up this weekend I, I know just being on the course and a lot of people's first time to play out there Chris and I played it on Friday together for the first time and we our mouths were just dropping I mean I was you know I played a lot of courses I lived in Kansas City for several years um, lived in Phoenix uh, Las Vegas Southern California played La Mirada every year for two years. I played uh, Waterworks um, all the time. I played the mini out at Waterworks every time I had a chance. We played, you know, all those Did great this year. All those great courses in, mm -hmm. in Kansas City and in Des Moines. And, you know, I played some really good courses. There's nothing really that compares to what you did at SoSo. I really, really love it. And especially how ingenious it is that you made a full 18 out of one little, you know, how many acres are out there? So, so it's like 17 acres, but you can't utilize all of it for disc golf. So, um, with the other things they have there, uh, with the kid playground and stuff, uh, the park is just beautiful to start with. And, I fell in love with it from that aspect of it. And then I just tried to do the best I could do to, uh, I like to challenge the golfer. I, I, I want you to have to work your Frisbee to, to get to the location, the right location. Yes. I enjoy that part of the, of that part of what I did there for sure. Yeah. You did a good job. One thing, one thing that I was wondering too is like just the question that came to my mind as I played it, you know, two days in a row is like just wondering if the course designer, um, if there was any like in your past, if there was anybody who was like abusive or controlling or somebody who happened to be a left hander. <laughs> just give it what do you have the, against left handers? Give it to the ladies, right? Just give it to the ladies. <laughs> 
Hey, I want to ask you, um, you know, what does it take to get invited to this event? Like, woo. Yeah, you have chucked miles on that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah Miles is the guy. Miles. The way the way it went down, uh, what Miles told me was that he hit up every thousand rated player in Texas first, and then just started working his way down. And right. I just happened to be somebody that he knew, and I happened to be right when he <laughs> messaged me. I was still nine eighty, so <laughs> the very next day, I think it dropped down to nine seventy nine. So. I was just lucky to know Miles. That's pretty much how I got in on it. But um, uh, and lucky to to have been. And then as it, you know, didn't fill up, they invited more and more people. So, but next year, I guarantee you, people are gonna know, and it's gonna be packed and stacked with pro players, and hopefully women too. That's the yeah. one. That's the one knock I kind of had on it. it. Was like, where are the women? You know, where are the ladies? Um, well, I know, I know he's, it's not because he, he overlooked them. It's just, you know, this is how it went down for the, the first inaugural classic, but. Well, let's also be honest with it. It's a, it is, while it is beautifully an 18 hole course, it is really a nine hole basket. So to be able to split that course, you'd have to have a less pros in men's division and half it with the ladies or you'd have to have one event one day and the other event the next day back to back, something like that, because of kind of, and I was going to talk to Craig about this was, is, I mean, the layout, obviously, yeah, I don't know if you were thinking about having such an incredible tournament here that he held, which was wonderful. But if it's more, you, when you saw that piece of land, you're like, this is something I could really make for the casual player that has a high school level, obviously. Um, but I was wondering if that was kind of your thought about it, because I was concerned. That was the only thing I thought when I started doing the numbers and how he's going to stack them together, how it was going to roll out. And everybody knows nobody likes to play a tournament, which is sitting around, you know, four hour round to play a disc golf tournament. It's just nobody wants to do that. So what were your thoughts on that? So, so I want I want the casual golfer to be able to enjoy the round. But but I want to challenge anybody who has skills at the same time. That was the goal there. They so it's a little area. There's not a, a whole lot around there. So that was kind of what I was thinking. And, and just to promote the sport in general. And I like to make things challenging. That's just me. <laughs> I was very glad that Hemi was. That I thought he was going to bring up in the DGI. He was very very. On the drive home, he was not happy with you. He really thought you had something against lefties. He was like, man, somebody really, really upset him when he was young about left-handed people. He hates them, which was really funny. I play with them all the time. And I was like, typically, the best part of this game is the flip over, turnover, or a very straight shot, which if you're a left-handed person, you really have to have that in your bag. When I sure. play it, I flick in backhand, but I'm a righty, so it kind of, and I'm not a long person, which I really liked about that course for a casual player. Anybody who goes and plays that, the landing zones for the, for the casual player, not casual player, but a not as far distant thrower were beautiful. And they were well designed that a casual player from either box had a landing zone. Or if you're that in-between intermediate, advanced, older player, and you think you can get there, you can go for it. So I really enjoyed that as far as, a casual player so i suggest to anybody who goes out there please it is a it's yeah. a treasure for us as well because you really laid that out well and you took away some of the longer throwers uh, ability to get through just to get an easy part i really like that especially on i guess one and which is this offshoot which i guess would have been 10 but anyway i just yeah you did very good job on a, a lot of those holes like that when i tell people different holes they're different holes well, two things. They real, are real, different, truly, are they not? Each oh, hole yeah. is its own entity. Definitely. Two things, real quick, and I'll let you you take it from there, Craig. Is that um, it? You know, after thinking about it for a couple of days, you know, my meltdown not not playing all that great <laughs> um, was that it really forces not just a, a flip over a turn up turnover shot because some of those pockets for me, like my normal my Annie shot. It wasn't there. It was guarded because you got a low ceiling. So it forced me to to have a forearm. And so, and so, you know, that's what I did today. Thank you. You know, I was out in the field and I'm learning how, because I've always been that turnover guy. 
And now I'm learning how to throw with both, you know, with both hyzer on both sides, which is what you got to have. I want you to use your game. I want you to have all the game. You've done a great job of that, sir. Very good job. The other thing I was going to say uh, on Chris's point is that you can play that course with the putter. You could play it to par with a putter. And and that's brilliant. I mean, that's a great design. So is this course uh, open to the public? Oh yeah. Yes. 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 It is open to the public. I, I think they close at like uh, nine, ten o'clock or something like that p.m. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it, and it's a great you know community. It, it's it seems really mellow. It seems really uh, laid back. You know. <laughs> Except for yeah, Betty. Yeah. Except for Betty. Except for Betty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a long story. So when you had a discussion about local politics, because we like to go to small towns when we get there and kind of, you know, give them some of your business because that's what you're there for. That's the kind of my promotional ideal also when we do these events is to get out to the golfers. Hey, spend your money in those places. Come, come and buy stuff from them, whether it's the Whataburger or whoever, because those people and those hourly people need those wages. So anyway, um, that was one thing to learn local, to local politics. We, sir? We learned a little bit about local politics and how many people like that course and how many people have maybe a slight concern about it. <laughs> yeah, that would be a few, I'm sure. Yeah. So uh, first of all, let me let me say, uh, Miles chimed in. He did invite some the ladies, the top ladies. Uh, they couldn't come. Oh. So he, you know, he's in on that too. He he's with us on on that. He wants the ladies to be there. Sure, for sure. Thank you, Miles. Um, I, my question is, how long did that take? I mean, because in my opinion, it's just so genius the way you put those, you know, two different positions on every hole. What was the process when you walked up and, and how long did it take you when you from the time you first saw it until it was, you know, I bet I have four weeks into the layout. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some things just as soon as I walk up, I see them. Other things, they take a little bit to to incorporate. But uh, I, what I try to do, I try to give the lay of the land, man. And I look what Mother Nature has given us. And then I try to take that and just emphasize it and, and work it with the way I know a Frisbee can fly. I might not be able to do it, buddy, but I know it's doable. You know what I mean? I understand that Frisbee. Yeah. Hey, visually, it looked like to me when I was and, and filmed it, it came across as, as beautiful as the masters. That's what I kept thinking through my lens as I was shooting it. I, the undulation, the distance, the creeks that you had going through it, the like that freaking Paul Bunyan swing set in the middle of it, the beautiful house <laughs> in the background. I mean... Weird, Everything was uh, almost picturesque light through fiction. the camera lens. And, and I really enjoyed filming it mm -hmm. also besides playing it. Uh, but I really enjoyed the way it captured through the, through the, uh, through the TV. I cannot wait for the post-production to come out because they obviously had much better equipment than I had. But it really just stunningly, when you're standing there, it just it's beautiful, beautiful. Yes, sir. Beautiful park. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, um, whole four and i don't know what the higher number is island hole played it as an island um, the one coming back down down the hill across the across uh -huh. towards the house going back mm -hmm. towards, towards the giant uh swing set um mm -hmm. that hole right there i had this cool experience on the second round when i was on my fourth time through getting to play that island i said and i said to my card mates isn't this great? We get to play this island hole four times, you know, in a in a, in a one day C tier. We get we get four shots at it on too long and too short, and uh, it's a fabulous hole, man. That's that's a, that hole needs a name. I mean, it's like a signature hole out there. You like that one, huh? I love yeah, that yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah, when yeah. Miles and and uh, Greg or whoever came up with the the way the or you might have the way they made it into an island and um i did not have anything to do with that but i i see it i understand that very clearly the island shot there yeah, yeah. i, think was I see that i think it was miles and, and greg i'm not sure but i know that miles ran it by greg if he thought 
that would be a cool island hole and it is one of the best uh holes i've ever played i love that hole it's great well, i mean it's there you have the creek right there you just uh, the road on the back and the fence mm -hmm. yeah i could see that island for sure that that's a great way to play and everybody can reach that other side it's just yeah, yeah, it's reachable. And what's cool about it is, and we talked about this later, you you could do like they do in ball golf. You could have another sleeve in the front of the island for the second round, and it would play totally different. Sure, sure. Make you choke up a little bit. Mm -hmm. See if you didn't come up short. <laughs> Throw a putter or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, so you, did you uh, design the original Knack lake course or do, were you in on yes redesign you designed the original knack lake that's my favorite. and i've got a i've got a second course designed there we just haven't cut it in and it really it's going to be it's it's got a lot of cool stuff to it too okay any other was, courses that you've done besides those i was going to ask you how many courses you've done and how so long you've been doing it? i redid the uh, pioneer and pecan uh and I've done the lake, two courses at the lake. I, one we haven't cut in, like I said, in Timpson. That's what I've done. Mm. Well, you have, wow. you know, you have two of my favorites, um, Timpson, the so-so course, and uh, and Pioneer. Um, I could see that being a really great B tier. If there, mm -hmm. you know, like you said, like we said, if there's a way to work in, you know, more than 45 people. Um, mm -hmm. on the on the so so course but i love the idea of pioneer and so so mm -hmm. yes and I that, would be, that would be that would be fun it's it's not that far away like the 30 two of them. yeah it's 31 minutes i think miles mm -hmm. not in texas that's around the corner Heck. right right in houston that barely day. gets me to downtown <laughs> you are from h-town what high school aldine all day. Now I went to I went to Northbrook over there in Spring Branch. I see. Which one, MacArthur or Aldine Eisenhower or Aldine High? I went to MacArthur. MacArthur. My, we played y'all in football. Yeah, they had good football team. So when yes, did you did. start uh, playing disc golf? So me and my kids were riding some bicycles. I, I'm gonna be an OBMXer, and uh, we found five discs in the creek along pecan there and uh, i had a buddy come over weightlifting buddy and he says uh you play disc golf and i say what are you talking about and he said those five discs were disc golf disc and so i learned that was in 2000 uh 2002 i was already into it enough to where i founded our local club with help of other locals uh the crushers and uh man we never turned back we love it well we're grateful um that you had um your touch your hand on that course there in timpson um we learned a lot about timpson we got to know uh president paul who was uh, who yeah was, uh, it sounds like he was really involved in getting that in the ground Sure, sure. Kathy and Paul, sure. They were definitely uh, hard. Wonderful. Uh, hard uh, they made it happen. Without them, it didn't happen. Okay. I got definitely, that yeah. feeling. Yeah, I got that. He, yeah. was, he was the other guy that I was Googling, clicking around on uh, early, early Saturday morning. Um, and the reason I know his name is because we were in this gift store. And this, this lady um, who we bought some stuff from um, in this little dusty, uh, smoky gift store there in Timpson. <laughs> she didn't really have very good words for she called him mayor paul and so chris and i called him mayor paul for about a the day. rest of the day yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we found out he's not the mayor his wife is you know? his wife is right right he's, he's like, the president uh, of the chamber of commerce yeah. yes he's the president of the chamber of commerce that's right which is who you need for disc golf anyway that's it's all about bringing in the revenue and that's what we try yes. to explain that to her yeah, we they tried, understand. To bring they're, business, the they're business. They're business folks. They understand that. So yep. we met. You know, we met Mayor Paul, uh, who's not the mayor. We <laughs> met him at the course. He walked up to me and and uh, started talking to me like he knew me. And and uh, yes, sir. And I was really looking for him. 
but but it was cool that he came up to me and mm -hmm. uh, i don't know how he knew but he just kind of but anyway what a great what a cool guy i mean mm -hmm. it takes i enjoyed working with him i know well he told me that he pissed you off a little you pissed him off a little bit or he pissed you off vice versa <laughs> Uh, because he cut some trees there that he wasn't supposed to cut. <laughs> right. It yeah. happens, right? Yeah. And, it happens. Uh, and to a course designer, that's like, oh. oh you know, just cuts my legs out from under me, right? Right. Yeah. I have to go down. I have to go redo something. Yeah. <laughs> Make it harder again, you know? <laughs> hey, that six and 16 hole, that's spectacular as well, man. Man, I, uh, Don't I would like to make it more put to rest. Go ahead. Don't go in the woods over there. It's terrible. I decided to hit a tree, kicked over in there, and literally, I almost thought about leaving my disc, and I paid for going to go get it. So it's no fun. Thorns. Like thorns, man. There's some oh, thorns out there, dude. I, I got the markings, yeah. Oh, I know. I know. Cutting it in, man. It was tough, Ooh. but hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Take yourself a product, go down the middle, be safe, and just enjoy the day. <laughs> Get out there in the open. Just take your medicine on that one. Stay uh, in the fairway. Yeah. Stay in the fairway. You know what's yeah. funny though is, is uh, I, I had my longest putt on that hole, and I saw Jeffrey Franklin hit hit a hundred. He said hundred footer, but I I know it was one hundred twenty. He putts with zones. Hit one. And then we saw another guy hit a long putt on that hole when we were out on the other side of the course and we saw this crowd erupt like it was an ace. But um some exciting stuff on that hole. Awesome, man. You Not know, much wind. It's only about five mile an hour wind. So they weren't really dealing with much either. So yeah, they're able was, to go for stuff. It was very nice. What what is there more back there um on the wooded side? Are there more acreage back there that you could use or it, it's it's not it's uh it's very limited the tree line the fence line is so where you tee off on six right there you're up against the property line right mm -hmm. there it's at the fence is right there so it's running down the fence line as you play out six and okay. of course 15 coming into the same thing uh but yeah it's crowded right there there's there may be a little area up around the 18 t box area back up in there but uh yeah i, I had difficulty trying to find a way to incorporate it well there was hard to cut it in there were a couple of um a couple of guys that were asking me if if there was a way you could push uh, 16 and 6 back um and make it a par 4 push it back to the left there was a little pocket as you mm -hmm. go down the hill and then you could swing yeah. you could swing it 100 feet you know back that way maybe cut it in and make that into a par four mm -hmm. i think it needs to be a par four too i think it would help it mm -hmm. it, it just it's on that edge right down the cuspus of it yeah yeah there are a couple of holes though i really like that you could kind of change up because that one coming okay where the 18s t-box you know the road the shot that's going back towards the back side of the property, that box right there, you could actually play that box to that second tee. I mean, that second basket way on top of the hill that comes across the fence before you're cutting back over into six, before you walk back into six, that basket back there mm -hmm. along that road, you could play that. Mm -hmm. I was like, man, there's some definite changes of, of baskets that you could use with that layout. And there's some other pin positions that you use to really, you know, just change the outlook and the, mix the way that the, the you mix it up. I mean, and just by putting it in a sleeve, you know, not putting it in right, a right. tee box, just a sleeve. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I love that play. I cannot wait to play it again. Are there any plans uh, from NAC to do any kind of weekly mini out there? It's not like, a, like we said, it's only 30 minutes. Right, right. So, so I've asked the guys about that and they, they considered it to start with, but they haven't really done it. So, I, I, I'm going uh, to ask him again because i love it man i love playing out there it's such a challenge it really is it it challenges it, it challenges me definitely you know i'm an amateur so definitely it challenges me yeah well cool man uh really glad uh you had time to spend with us and uh really appreciate you you know jumping here and, and jumping on and talking with us and uh, answering a few questions um meredith did you have anything else you wanted to ask craig before we say goodbye 
You muted again. <laughs> dog barking. I had it. I'm sorry because my dogs are loud. No, I really, um, I'm so excited to take a road trip out there and check out this course. As much as y'all talked about it and how crazy cool it is, um, and Nacogdoches has the best food in the world. So um, I really don't have any question. I'm just really eager to check this out. That y'all awesome. Have. Come play it. Heck yeah. Okay. Free margaritas in Nacogdoches. <laughs> two. You get your first two. Uh, your first two. Rancho, uh, La, 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 where you went to or whatever. La Ranchero. Ron yeah, yeah. Ranchero. Two. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, I, I like that uh that Christmas tree uh you made. Is that your business? Are you doing carpentry? Uh what it is, uh we we do uh remodels and new construction and uh uh actually one of my guys had built a dresser he was working for on his son one that evening and he left it right in the middle of the walkway so he didn't come to work the next day and all day long we just piled stuff on it and just piled stuff and yeah that's that what picture. it ended up with yeah yeah <laughs> of course i had to pay for him to take all that apart this morning oh you did <laughs> yeah yeah they made yeah. this giant christmas tree out of just junk everything <laughs> anything out of this job yeah uh, i'll do a real christmas tree tomorrow and uh and post it <laughs> uh, here i'm gonna i'm gonna show everybody i got your page <laughs> it's pretty funny right. there we go can you see that yeah <laughs> holy cow how tall is that thing dollies and I like the cross on top. That's my favorite part. Like it does have a basket incorporated. Oh, in the basket too, right on top of the cross, right under the cross. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Just fun stuff, man. I like and, having fun. I, 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 I try. You know, God is good to me, and and uh, I enjoy life every day. I do. I try to. I try. I really do to just. He's blessed me so much. So, yeah. Well, same here. And well, the next time that him and I come up there, we're going to have to hit you up. We have to get out there and play around. Give me ah. a little advance warning of when we're going to be up there. Hell yeah. Let's do it. I'm going to practice my, my lefty, lefty forehand, and uh, I'm going to come back, and I'm going to do better next time. I, I'm inspired by that course. Good job, Craig. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Enjoyed it, guys. All right, we'll see, we'll see you. We'll see you. Thank you, sir. Have a great Christmas, Open man. Have time. a wonderful Christmas. Y'all too. All right. Thanks, All man. Right. Bye bye. Peace. Wow, that was good. Wow, that was that was awesome. Kind of good. Awesome. Reminded me of Steve a little bit. Little Steve Dufresne. Mm -hmm. kind of little... Yeah, I love old Steve. <laughs> no, <laughs> mad scientist. Oh yeah, 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 man. We used to we used to really take care of each other, bring each other to these turn uh clubs, these tournaments and stuff. Yeah, man. And we had the we had a big group from Shreveport, a big group from uh uh Tyler, and we just kind of went around to each other's tournament. Man, that's that's how it got started for me. Well, you have some uh got a bunch of little meandering creeks there that kind of kind of end steve's chances for getting a birdie on most holes with his <laughs> roller rock yeah yeah i mean he's gonna roll everything right yeah hey we saw people <laughs> throwing rollers on chris noticed it on uh what holes that 10 oh yeah and one and one and it's matching partner i guess which is 10 the one up against yeah, that one and i was 10. like this is great down there but everybody was trying to stay right at that big oak tree and roll really hard so we go down and jump but i saw none that were successful about the water for sure the little creek right yeah. there really wasn't any water in it but i mean just the way it hits that other side or the trees that guard it or the roots that just jack it hit it flip it over so everything was just continuation and i i kept just shaking my head i was like there's like five or six guys kept trying that roller and they would try first and second round it's like y'all didn't land first time okay Right, right, right. That, that's a risky shot. But yeah. at the end, it's almost like they know they're going to be in the same spot, whether they go high or low. I mean, whether they roll it or if they go for it, it's like, well, either you hit that tree or hit that branch, it's going to drop right there anyway. <laughs> so. Yes, sir. You got to work for that one.
Yeah, yeah. that is not necessarily the best. You're not good. burying that is ten percent. <laughs> yes, at best. At, at best. best. At yes, best. Sir. At best. It takes a long skipping hyzer, and uh, which they're they're out there. You know, if you if you get three hundred fifty. Oh, I saw people do that. Yeah. Yeah, and you skip it right up there. But if you're a lefty, you're gonna have to flick it. He gets <laughs> so upset about it. He he really didn't like you much. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I take it you're a lefty, my friend. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it's taught me a lot. So I got a lot to work on. But but you can see you can go to any of my courses and you will not see it just favor the right. It will no. not. I go to, I go back and forth with you. I want you to go back and forth and work your shots. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Six and sixteen is a perfect example at so so perfect. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Something for everybody. Well, thanks, man. I guess we'll call it a day. Thanks yeah. for talking yeah. with us. Enjoyed it, guys. All right, yeah. man. Look forward to it. Let's have a game of golf. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Good night. Yeah, good night. Good night. Well, that was awesome. Um, incredible experience and kind of led me into the fact that before we wrap up the show, I just wanted to also tell people how incredible it is when we go, when we do go on these trips like this, it's uh, we got to immerse ourselves in the culture as well in the local politics. We got to see some really cool artwork and some really cool musical equipment in Nacogdoches. Uh, and I, I, I suggest that anybody who goes on trips like these always kind of take advantage of those opportunities as well. I know a lot of people just drive in for the day, but uh, I, I know that him and I had a really good time uh, going to these places and we've posted the pictures and you'll see some later on, but uh, I really had a great time. Emmy, how about you? Oh yeah. Enjoy it. There's nothing like a good road trip. And uh, you know, I really, really appreciate and thank you, Chris, for your vibe when we go out and the way you treat people and the way, you know, just that energy you bring uh, to the waiter waitresses and the, you know, the people that, that the guy, Mr. Tally that we met, the guy that directed us to the singing bowl. He's an artist there at that gift store in, in Nacogdoches. Um, uh, can't remember his first name, but his last name is Tally, an artist, you know, and just that interaction that we had everywhere we went, you know, it's just, it's good energy, man. It's like, kind of reminds me of that time um, when we sat down at the Mexican food place there uh, in uh, Baytown and uh, the waitress came up and she said, are you guys famous? <laughs> you remember that? Yes, I do. And we laughed, and it was like, but it's that energy, that that positive vibe that she was picking up on. I think you know, it wasn't that we you know looked famous? Is she? We felt famous because we you were making her feel famous. So I just thank you for that vibe, you know, and and uh, you know the the energy that we that we have when we're out road tripping i look forward to doing that again man so uh, can't wait yeah can't wait but it's got to be warmer we ain't going as cold because that's terrible <laughs> me and Haley, me, me, me and mr trevino was just sitting there going oh me and Haley just side by side i mean it was cold those trees kept it i mean it, yeah we are yeah. not good in the heat we're not good in the freeze we gotta get better in the spring and the fall so wait for us to come then yeah it was it was nice though you know the sun was shining down and Turned out good. Wish you would have been there, Meredith. Yeah, me too. We'll have to go. Make a road trip yeah. of it. I'm telling you, make a road trip of it. Call Absolutely. them all up there and, and get them in. And just so you know, I also see a little match play happening. Maybe call a little match play. I don't know. We can do a little match play on so-so. Yeah, apparently I can beat Hemi there. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> the fling show match play. Let's go. Hey. Hey, I like it. I like it hey, too. Match only at so-so. Road match play road trip. Right. And Lucky Ace quit taking our ideas. Jimmy versus Meredith in so-so. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to it. I'll be working on my forehand though, so you might be in trouble. I was surprised though you struggled with that backhand like that though, but those trees, they do step in the way for you in a lot of the shots and they and I know there's canopies, even though it looks so high, but 
you know. Hey, it happens. It does. Hey, I have some really funny shots that I'm going to be able to clip up. Please, to those of you who know me, understand I'm only doing this out of love. But there were a few pros who took advantage of very close trees. Not going to mention who you are right now, but we might see them in the future. <laughs> which, uh, which reminds me, don't you have a new segment in the works here? I do. I, I hope that everybody enjoys it. Uh, got to go there, uh, like I said, this weekend, and it's just beautiful when it was captured on the camera. So I was able to do a little editing today, put together a little small tribute to the so-so classic to your champion which we didn't even talk about because i think that hopefully that this uh, video will explain who won to you and how it was accomplished but uh wonderful event i hope you all enjoy it i think that uh before we say good night i just want to thank everybody our fans my team the fling show my family everyone who makes this uh event work matt laying without you mr production man thank you so much yeah and sorry you know shout out to greg barsby sorry we couldn't get you on tonight um next time maybe maybe we'll have some time for you but uh we tried yeah we, we tried we, we just we, ran out of time we've been running a little long tonight so maybe we'll Meredith catch is, she's just Meredith just rambles on and on, <laughs> on, and on. hey i could have talked to craig all night you know i just you know, go pick up a six pack of shiners and, you know, we could have, we could have kept talking. I didn't I know. I can't wait to talk to Miles. We got to have Miles on because he has a great idea about the PDGA and my DGI. I can tell you right now, he, he okay. flipped me. I've thought about it more and more as we drove. So on the next DGI, hopefully we can have Miles on here. Hopefully he's still watching. Also great event. Well run. Loved it. Wonderfully done. Yeah. It Wonderfully was run. spectacular, man. And that payout was sweet did you see it Meredith? 1200 for first on a c tier very nice um yeah that was that was uh spectacular and i know it was the it was the first annual it was the inaugural event there and we'll see it again and i bet you next year it's gonna be stacked so I looking forward to that well matt on our way out roll that clip everybody else we'll see you next week until then Peace. Peace.